Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Everybody, welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 58, and today... Texas Rangers manager Bruce Bochy is going to join us. I don't know how long we'll have him on. Hopefully, we'll get him on 10 or 15 minutes, yeah. but he's going to be busy. I mean, five minutes is going to be good. Right, right. No, we, <laughs> we, uh, we're we pretty pretty fortunate, and thanks to the Rangers, Rich Rice. Absolutely. John Blake for helping us uh, arrange this. You know, the, the Rangers are having their pro scouting meetings this week, and he's, shoot, he, he's been on the job, I guess, since last Friday, but Imagine his schedule. Um, but full. he's been in town since, you know, probably Sunday. Yeah, he's got a full schedule. He's leaving town uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Um, so, yeah, busy guy. And th- those those pro scouting meetings are yeah are sun up to sundown. I mean, they they turn over every stone um, yeah, or this- leave no stone uncovered, I guess is the, the proper phrase. But, you know, they're uh, – anyway, for him to be able to do that is, is great. And um, – Anyway, yeah, just looking forward to talking to him. You know, getting to, getting to know him. You know, as, seems as, like as, a great guy. Just yeah. talking to him Monday. Yeah, you know, it, this isn't his first rodeo. You no. know, he he knows he knows the ropes, and uh, you know, he's sixty seven now. He's been a, a baseball lifer. Uh, he he did have a few years there. You know, stepping down from the Giants in two thousand nineteen, and um, it, you know, the one the one thing he said Monday was the simple. You know. It, you know, why are you doing this? And the the easy he said the simple answer is I missed the game. Sure. So um you, you can't take the baseball out of the out of the man. Nope. So um anyway, yeah, looking forward to talking to him. Uh, a lot to discuss and uh, there's lots to discuss about the Rangers. Now that now that this is now that this is over, now yeah, that the coaching search is over, we can staff. we well we can get into the coaching staff. I mean, you can get into all kinds of things. But Absolutely. Yeah. Coaching staff, uh, Tony Beasley's behind me. Um, you broke that story Sunday. And yeah, you talked it, was, to him. it was in the Sunday read. I talked to him. Uh, RangersDay.com, five ninety nine a month, thirty five dollars for six months, sixty dollars for a year. Um, hey, hit talk, the subscribe button too. Yeah, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're over a thousand, by the way, so yeah. that's great. Thanks, but let's uh, let's not share stop. it with people. Let's do it. Um, but you talked anyway, to him Sunday. Talk to Tony. He was you know at his home in Virginia. He said it was a nice day. He was sitting out on the porch. You know that. It's it's pretty much what you'd expect from Tony. You know, he he has things in the proper perspective. Yes, he wanted to be the manager, um, but he said, "How can I? How can I argue uh, to lose the job? To lose, to- losing the job to Bruce Bochy, who, who has two thousand and three career wins and, and three World Series rings." 
Um, you know, Tony is coming back. They they hadn't talked as of Saturday. They'd exchanged messages with each other, voicemails. Um, uh, Tony said that what, what Bruce had left in his message was very welcoming and, and looking forward to getting to knowing him and working with him and all these things. And Tony told me he never hesitated. You know, there was never a thought that he wouldn't return to the Rangers, uh, whether he had the job or not. And, uh, you know, this, this is his family. He, you know, he, you know, one of the, the toughest times of his life, you know, came in 2016 when he, he was diagnosed with cancer and had to fight that and missed, missed the season. Um, but the Rangers stood by him, never wavered. He had his job back the next year. Um, and you know, it, it's pretty remarkable. This is, this is going to be his third manager. You know, he keeps surviving them all. You just don't, you just don't hear that. You know, he started with Jeff Bannister. That was Jeff Bannister's number one hire. Um, when, when he, when he got the job and, and Chris Woodward n- never thought about, never c- considered not bringing Tony back. And now it sounds like Bruce Bochy isn't either. And uh, you know, when, if, if you know Tony Beasley at all, it's very easy to understand. Yeah. He's, he's such a, a positive person, a good coach, obviously uh, players easy to talk it. to players like him. He can counsel them in a number of ways and uh, to not bring him back uh, just, it he would have had he would have had other opportunities. Right, that's right, no doubt. Right. But. He could have he could have gone somewhere else, but um, this is where he wanted to be. So that that talks a lot about the Rangers organization, and, and I know there's been some turnover, but um, it, it's it's a good thing that Tony Beasley is back. Yeah, and I, I said it over and over, and I tweeted something out about mm-hmm. it. If you, if you don't appreciate what he did to step in for right. that last couple yeah, of months and what sure. he did. Um, the, this guy, and you know it as well as I do, when he comes out for batting practice, he throws a lot of batting practice. He works with these guys. He's quick to give us a quick dap and a hug and say hello. I mean, the guy's going to come up and he checks on you. How are you? All of that before right. he gets to his job. He's nonstop working. Just love it. The players love him. I mean, yeah, it's great to have him. Other coaching moves they got to make, though, they don't have a pitching coach yet. Right, right. They don't have a pitching coach. and um, uh, Or they don't technically, we don't know, do they have a – does does he have a uh, – a bench coach. I mean, well, you know, Donnie Watts. Right. Well, let's let's, okay, okay, let's take let's, him one at a time. Okay, let's go uh, to pitching. P- staff. Pitching coach. You know, the Chris Young said that uh, it's likely they're not going to have the the co pitching coaches. They're going to have a he said a head pitching coach, maybe a, an assistant who helps. Um, but um, I think that makes sense. That's kind of the traditional role. It's probably what Bruce Bochy is used to. It's definitely what everybody else in baseball is used to. to right. To, to, to be frank. Um, so the Rangers said they have a short list. They're going to start working through it. I think, you know, one name to to keep keep in mind is, is Mike Maddox, the, the former Rangers pitching coach who's since uh, been in Washington and and is currently under contract, at least for a few more days with St. Louis. Uh, he, he's, so his contract's up. He's going to become a free agent as of Monday. He may return to the Cardinals. I don't know. Um, we saw him at Do It For Dirt. We saw him at Do It For Dirt. He lives in the area. Um, he... he you know, I, he, he's 61 going on 62. I'm not saying he's old, but there's respect there. He's is respected, but there comes a time when, you know, people want to start winding down and, and maybe, maybe a job with the home, the hometown team, um, place where he's very familiar, probably knows a lot of the guys who are still in the organization, uh, from a coaching standpoint, at least. So, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if that name surfaces. I mean, I'm, I'm guess I'm bringing it to the surface now, but, um, keep an eye on that one. And then, you know, you kind of look at Chris Young's pitching coaches when he was a pitcher in the major leagues for 13 seasons. 
they're pretty much all retired. Um, Bruce Bochy's guys in, in San Francisco, Dave Rigetti, um, and then, then Kurt Young, the last two years, neither one of them is, is, uh, currently coaching. I, I, I think, um, young, young went from the giants to the A's, uh, but hasn't been there for a couple seasons. So, uh, I, I wonder, um, you know, if, if this is just going to be a, a fresh name that, that a lot of us don't know, but, um, I'm sure there are a lot of people who want the job. I'm sure there are a lot of people who have reached out to Bruce Bochy for the job or for any job. You know, it, if, if, if there is only one pitching coach that frees up one coach on the staff that can be in the dugout. Sure. So you would, you would think that Bruce Bochy, the you know future hall of fame manager would get the opportunity to at least bring in one of his own guys, maybe a couple. And, 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 to bring up the bench coach situation, as, as you mentioned, Donnie Ecker is the bench coach slash offensive coordinator. Some of the bench coach duties were shared last year with Bobby Wilson. If, if Bruce Bochy wants just one bench coach, seems like that could be, uh, might, but might already a, be on the staff. He makes, um, but I don't, I don't know. Oh, but you're saying he could go outside and bring yeah, his own. You know, uh, Ron Wotus was one of the, one of the guys who was with him for a long time with the giants. Um, who who just recently retired after the 2021 season? So maybe he still has the itch. I don't know, but um, that that wouldn't be a far flung idea, far fetched idea. So there there are you know while, while Chris Young said that all the coaches who are invited back are coming back, I think there could be some shuffling of the deck, so to speak. Let me throw something. You know, I'm the guy that does stupid ideas that come out okay. there. Okay, because okay. you know, on my when I do armchair GM stuff, it's really outlandish and out in the, I, I do it as a fan and I go out way outside the line. Let's say that a certain guy that we know that we were wondering about getting this job. Um, let's say he doesn't get a job. He's up for a couple jobs right now. He's talked to the Royals. He's talked to the White Sox. I'm talking about Ron Washington. Um, he's a third base coach now with the Braves. That con is his contract. Up? He's still got another year. He's still got another year. Okay. I was yeah. just wondering though, but the way you can leave is if you get a promotion. Correct. Is 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 that a bench coach candidate? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would, he would obviously be a promotion. Um, yeah. And you talk about a good voice sitting next. Look now, look. It may be a a, a bit to to take on, on a just a pride level to come back as the bench coach for the team. But I I know Wash loves this town. He loves the game. Yeah. He's going to be in this game. He's already got a job now. But that would be a promotion. It would be. That's an interesting idea. I mean, I would. Uh, okay, so I'm just out. There. I obviously would would be all for it. You know, I mean, I, don't don't get me wrong. And you know, maybe uh, maybe maybe Tony Beasley comes back as the bench coach. Maybe maybe uh, Bobby Wilson uh, is the bench coach. But sure. I mean, you know, Donnie Ecker was at both the, great guys too. Yeah, uh, yeah, Donnie Ecker was at the press conference. So I mean, he's, yeah, he's he's coming back. He's back. The, yeah. yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, we're just we're just throwing stuff on the wall here. But. Um, well, yeah, Wash is a. Uh, I don't. I don't know. You know, the, the Braves are going to be good for a long time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but but you, you you never know. But okay. uh, I, anyway, yeah, that's that's one of my outlandish the, but ideas. But the, the coaching staff is in okay. in flux now. Coaches have to coach players, and obviously, this off season we know it's going to be a fun one because the Rangers are going to be doing a lot. Yeah. Now, while we were at the press conference, we, names were thrown around. We were talking to Gil, who was yeah. throwing out his two cents. This guy came up. Yeah. Joey Gallo, um, as a possible. I don't think if they went with Joey Gallo, who I think you, we could talk about that. I think he's affordable. Might be able to come back. I don't think it would be the only move they would make right. as far as a bat. But that's not a bad for on the cheap. That might not be a bad line, add to this lineup. Well, yeah. You know, there are a couple things to consider. Um, you know, first of all, 
Joey Gallo never wanted to be traded. He never wanted to leave. It was emotional for him. It was a it was a tough night. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a tough. I think it's been a tough twelve months, uh, honestly. But you know, he 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 wants to come back here. There's no question. I think he would come back. I know Scott Boris is his agent, but I think he would come back at a a fair price, uh, a reasonable price. I don't think he would one year, two year. What do you think? Well, you know, it might be a prove yourself one year contract type of thing, which Boris might like actually. He might. Yeah, I mean, Joey's still young. He's, you know, you could hit free agency again next year with a, with a big season. Um, but look, jo- Joey was comfortable here. He he flourished here at least. You know, was a two time All Star. The way he the way he plays, yeah. Uh, OPS above eight hundred. You know, he had two forty home run seasons. Right. He he became more of a complete player uh, once he moved to the outfield. He's a Gold the, Glove winning outfielder. The shift is banned, and the shift is banned, and that that's interesting. That that could boost his average. You know, you, you hear ideas that, you know, a left fielder will come and play these, these Deadpool guys like Corey Seager and, and Joey Gallo. And maybe that's what happens, but um, it's at least intriguing. And, and, you know, it could turn a 208 average into 220. Yeah. It could turn a, a you know, if the OPS 790 is- OPS to 810, you know, but just where, where the game is, Everybody knows, you know, the, the long ball. I mean, you look at what the Astros have done this postseason. They haven't hit great, but they've hit very timely and critical right. home runs. Um, same thing for the Phillies. You know, look at that game five. Bryce Harper won it for him with a late home run. So right. uh, you you wonder, um, it, you know, I, and I know that Joey's kind of divisive with a lot of people because he doesn't make a ton of contact. But I think that he would be a good match for Donnie Ecker and their system because Joey, Joey, you you cannot say that Joey Gallo can't identify pitches. He no. just he knows his balls from his strikes. He, he, he took walks. Yes, he he just has the contact trouble. But right. Um. Anyway, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. All right. I don't I don't have that from anybody with the Rangers. Well, well think about but this it lineup. Makes, it does make sense in this lineup. <laughs> they've basically got one through about five. Right. One through four or five. Sure. If you're talking Joey Gallo hitting six, seven. Sixth or seventh, he's probably not going to go below seventh in a lineup playing that kind of defense in mm-hmm. right field. You're probably looking at maybe him and right. He's played left, uh, but <clears throat> between him and Adolis, you know, going to right or left, you have two good outfielders with amazing arms. Yeah, even Adolis could go to center, but I'm assuming that unless this this one's moved, I don't know. Maybe there's an armchair GM talking about it. We're thinking mm-hmm. Tavares will probably be in center field. Who has proved himself? He had he kind of scuttled there a little bit at the end, but the end. defensively and in the field, he played great. He had a hey, he really had a good <laughs> season altogether. Um, I don't think you expect much more than what Tavares did, but that's that outfield's pretty salty right there. When you're talking about you got Garcia, Gallo, Tavares in the outfield, that ain't bad. Well, you know, what one way to help a pitching staff is to improve the defense. Sure, and the Rangers need to improve their defense. And Bochy's he likes defense. <laughs> he, he's he's into fundamentals and and pitching it and catching it. Um, if you have three excellent defensive outfielders, that saves you a lot of runs. And it's not it's not always like a great diving catch or something like that. It's a play that a play that Tavares made this year against against Mike Trout of all people, running into the gap, stopping the ball from getting to the wall, and throwing to to second base to hold Mike Trout, who's not slow, to a single. To a single, I mean, yep. And, no, the, I remember and the that. Angels did not score in that inning. I mean, th- th- those are that's a, those are critical winning plays. Absolutely. You know, a, a good defensive play isn't necessarily always going to be an out. So right. um, that's that's what you can do to help your pitching staff. Now, 
Bubba Thompson is a very good defensive outfield. And Bubba Thompson has a, a skill that very few people in baseball have. And he also held his own. You know, he obviously needs to get on base more, but his first call up, his first two months in the major leagues were not a failure. No, no not at by all. By any means. And, and, you know, does he have to hit for more power? Did he have seven bunt base hits? I mean, the guy, the guy just needs to, he, he's got a chance every time there's a, a, a slow grounder hit or a bunt, he's got a chance to beat it out. And if he does that, there's a good chance he's going to be on second base within a couple pitches. So, you know, he changes the game. He, he does. He does. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's not, it wouldn't be outrageous. You know, you look at this offense. It was one of the top offenses in the American league. It right. really was. Uh, they struggled against good pitching. Right. That's, that's the one thing that they need to clean up. That that's the next step is figuring out how to hit, let's say the Astros uh, and, and even the Mariners a little bit. So they need to to do that. But if if the Rangers came back with the nine players they had in the lineup to finish the season, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever. It really no. wouldn't be. Can they upgrade? Sure. You know, absolutely. But, but when you're looking at like left fielders, you know, on the Fraser market, you have Joey, you have Andrew Benatendi, who had a had a renaissance year, I guess, but he only hit five home runs. So Conforto, I mean, if, who was out the entire year, who's right. now coming back from a hip sur- or a, a shoulder surgery. Right. So, you know, you're kind of taking a flyer there too, but um, it'll be interesting to see. I, 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 I could, I could see a couple scenarios, you know, I, I don't know who might be available for trade, but um, I, Joey Gallo, I've got an idea. Joey Gallo we'll should be, that, right? uh, should be on people's radar just because I, 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 I think it's not, Unimpossible. Not as, unimpossible. As, and I think as, uh, I think if they do get Gallo, I don't think it's the only bat move they make. I think they're looking all around. He could be a somebody that's that's affordable enough that they could still make a move for another bat that they want. And and people forget this too. Garver's coming back. Yeah. That's another bat in the middle of your lineup that's going to DH a lot. He's going to mm. catch. Um uh, he he opens up a possibility for Huff to be on the roster too. You have three there. Because Garver can play first base, and he can. But that bat, he, I, say what you will, but Garver's a good right-handed bat in the lineup if he's healthy. If yeah. he's healthy, yeah. Garver, young, you're getting a little lefty heavy or righty heavy at that point. So right. maybe that's another thing that Gallo that, fills that a void. And, and Gallo are, are both left-handed hitters. So um, I don't know, but again, you know, you talk about the pitching, and that's 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 key. obviously the the focus here. Um, but Bochi knows how to he knows how to work a bullpen. Yeah. Yeah, he does. So, you know, maybe that, maybe that's some of his influence in the free agency this year too, is his relievers and how he wants his, his bullpen built. So, I don't know. It's going to be fun though. It's, it's fun to talk about this stuff and to speculate. And I know you've got a Rangers GM I need to edit and get or armchair GM that I need to get out and edit, but. Maybe we'll talk um, about that next week yeah, because yeah. I I went I went full bore we're gonna crazy. Save, we're gonna save our bullets, John. Yeah, yeah. I, I went crazy <laughs> on it, and and of course it uh, it'll get ridiculed as it should, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah, uh, when I do it, you know what? Let's get Bruce in here and let's yeah. talk to Bruce. Uh, see if he's ready to go and get what we can out of him because this can be awesome. Bruce Bochy, right after this.
guys, and joining us right now from Globe Life Field is Texas Rangers manager, new Texas Rangers manager, Bruce Bochy. Bruce, thanks so much for joining us, sir. Uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me on. So you are, uh, you're busy. I mean, you, you know, they, <laughs> the, the news broke Friday. You're, you're there Monday for the, the press conference. And I'm, I'm assuming you're diving right into those pro scouting meetings. So um, what, what has been on your agenda? You know, I that actually have been really busy. Uh, you know, the the meetings are going on. I, I've enjoyed uh, uh, sitting in there and just getting to know, uh, you know, a lot of our staff on the uh, pro scouting side, our our analysts, uh, and just uh, you know, get getting to know the players throughout the league, uh, on both leagues. You know, just you know, getting a, a feel again. And you know, I, I've been I stepped down three years ago. I have been involved. Uh, uh, you know, going to the uh, minor league affiliates and everything, but I still have some catching up uh, to do, to be honest. But also, uh, you know, just getting around the town a, a little bit. Uh, of course, you know, my phone's been going crazy uh, uh-huh. since all this happened uh, uh, between friends and a lot of, you know, good people looking for jobs too. So that goes right. with, uh, with the territory. But you know what? I, I've enjoyed it and uh, I'm I'm excited. I, it's just good to be back uh, in the dugout. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you said Monday that bottom line is you just missed baseball. What, what, what did you miss? I mean, being a manager is a grind. So, so what did you miss? Yeah. And you know, there's not, there's not too many things, uh, you know, that I look back, uh, you know, when I was managing that I thought was a grind to be honest. I mean, it's, you're really blessed to, you know, to be doing what, what you're doing. That's why I, I looked at it as, as, uh, you know, to be grateful. There's only 30 of these jobs. And, uh, I remember when I first started managing, you know, I, I had that job on such a pedestal. I just couldn't believe that, uh, I was getting a chance to do it. And so that's how I look at it. And, uh, not, not as a grind, uh, you know, I, after a while, you know, you, you get uh, a little bit more accustomed to dealing with some things that may you know, may be a little grind, uh, a little grind for you, but you know, it's, uh, you know, it's being in the dugout, it's being part of a team. It's just walking in that clubhouse, uh, the relationships, uh, uh, but as much as anything, just being competitive and, uh, trying to win a ball game uh, on a daily basis. So all those things, uh, you know, you're going to miss, especially when you've done them all your life. And I used to say this, I, I said, you know, if I retire, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> I guess I go, you know, coach, uh, or, you know, my grandson, little league, well, I found out team ball is harder than managing in a major league. So I told my grandson, I totally agree. I said, you're, I said, you're the one that drove me back to this. <laughs> so, uh, you, you did mention the family. You said your sons were on board. Uh, your wife, Kim might've taken a little more coaxing, <laughs> but, but how old are your grandkids and how, I mean, it, it sounds like that they might not, have much of a, a memory bank of, of grandpa in the dugout. Yeah. I don't think they have any, uh, you know, when I sit down, my, my oldest uh, grandchild is uh, Braxton. He's uh, going on five now. Oh, wow. You know, but I still remember, um, you know, holding him up and as my last game and he saw me wave the crowd and he started waving and uh, <laughs> kind of funny, uh, but he, he doesn't remember that, but he's at an age where, he will uh, remember this, and he's gonna have fun. Yeah, he did say, "Papa, you you're gonna bring me a hat back, right?" You know, so he, 
So he's he's on board. Uh, the boys are on board. Uh, on board, but you know, we had just made a move uh, to Nashville, just south of there, uh, near Franklin. And uh, so, you know, when, when we first started talking about going back on the field, and you know, my wife, it's obvious she's going to uh, have a little concern, I guess, that uh, uh, you know I'll be gone a lot, whatever. But uh, you know, as this process, uh, you know, continued, and she knew. Uh, CY Chris Young and Liz and uh, uh, getting to meet Mr. Davis and everybody. And uh, she she's excited. She's here. She's right now uh, looking for a place where we may stay. We do have some family here. So, you know, a lot of things made it a lot easier for her uh, because she's, a, you know what, she has sacrificed a lot. I, this is what sure. I've done all my life. And, uh, and I think she knew that, uh, you know, I, you know, at where I'm at at this stage of my career, it's not like I'm going to do it another 20 years or anything. So <laughs> she, she uh, understands that uh, I, I probably need to uh, get back on the field. I, I'm looking forward to trying to win another championship. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, this this was such a great fit. And I talked about that. I wouldn't do this unless I thought that was the case. And not just for me, but for her. Well, and, and you mentioned, I mean, Chris, Chris Young came to your house for seven hours. <laughs> what, 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 what was it that he said? And, and was it a, like a, a good back and forth? Did you guys order out? What, you know, what, I mean, <laughs> drink a couple of beers? I mean, it seems like, geez, seven hours, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about a lot of things. Uh, uh, my wife actually, uh, you know, made lunch and, uh, and, 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 you know, the snacks and everything. So she, she kept us fed. So we, we never left the house. It was all baseball, uh, talking about, uh, you know, the Rangers, uh, you know, his, uh, vision and yeah, it probably wasn't, you know, just what he said. And that was important, obviously, but you could just feel, as I said, I mean, uh, the, the passion he had and that commitment to, uh, you know, getting this turned around, uh, I mean, he grew up here, so you know he's he he's he wants to bring that pride back to Ranger baseball, and uh, and the more I listened, the more I I got excited, and uh, uh, and it, you know we talked for what seven hours, whatever, uh, whatever. It, it seemed like an hour though. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it didn't stop, and uh, and we covered uh, so many different things, and of course he, you know, it was important for him to to, to get my appetite on doing this, and. Uh, and, and, you know, hopefully he got that. He felt that uh, in the conversation. Then uh, the process continued. Mr. Davis came out and, uh, uh, and so and, uh, and some of his staff. And and so it, it was really easy. It did. You know, the conversation was easy. The uh, decision was easy. And, and not just for me, but for my wife. OK, uh, you talked about a lot of things on Monday, but, you know, the, the core group of guys, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, uh, Dolores Garcia, Nate Lowe. What, what, what is it? I mean, you, you, you've saw, you've seen a lot of Simeon from, from those, those Bay bridge classic games. What, what do you like about those, those, that group of, of guys that you know, you think you're going to be able to count on? Well, it's not very often that you, uh, you have an infield like, like they have here. I mean, I, I mean, it's all across the board. And, uh, of course, Marcus, uh, yeah, I got to see him when he was with Oakland and, uh, and, you know, not just uh, the talent that he is, but the, his his reputation throughout the league. Uh, you know what what a leader he is, and uh, and uh, not just locally, but uh, you know uh, also by example. And uh, I saw enough of Corey Seager with the Dodgers. Trust right. me, I mean, this guy <laughs> just 
it's every rip he takes, it looks like he's right on the pitch. And uh, so to be that strong uh, up the middle. And, of course, you look at, uh, you know, Lozier, and he, he's, he's came into his own. You got young kid young at third base. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not too often you get a core players like that. Now, and, and as I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, in the press conference, I know we have work to do, uh, you know, I'm a big pitching guy and pitching the defense is uh, such a vital part of the game. And, uh, and so, you know, we got some work to do there, but, uh, uh, it's not often that you, you have, uh, you know, your first, first four or five hitters, uh, uh, the core that we have, it's, it's not that easy to find. And of course, Garcia, I mean, you look at the year he had, so, and what a great athlete he is. So, mm. I could see that the, the pen, uh, potential of this club was, I mean, it wasn't three, four years down the road. Uh, I'm talking about next year and beyond. Uh, this is how close I think they are to getting this uh, turned around and hopefully uh, bring some uh, pride to, uh, you know, the Ranger fans and uh, and, and find, uh, uh, you know, our our uh, way to, to playing winning baseball again. Uh, Cause it wasn't that long ago that uh, you guys were wearing the horn, so to speak uh, in American <laughs> league. And uh, that's, that's where we want to go. So, and you also mentioned the farm system, you know, both those giants teams of yours were, were built on the farm system. Um, are there any, it sounds like you did your research on, on, on that. Are there any prospects that stand out in your mind that you're like, I, I'm looking forward to get my hand on this guy besides Josh Young. Yeah. You know what? I don't want to leave anybody out, but of course, you know, you're going to look at some of this pitching. Uh, uh, there's quite a few uh, uh, down in the system that, uh, you know, are really, uh, uh, you know, exciting when, when you talk about them. But, uh, you know, you, you start with a guy like uh, Leiter and, uh, and Kumar, what, what he's doing in, in the fall league right now. But uh, uh, it's, you know, and, and they get a lot of position players too, and uh, they're they're not too far away. I know Wynn didn't have uh, quite the year that uh, he had hoped, but uh, you know that. But you know what, what's important for us is uh, to have these guys come up, and that's what enables you to uh, sustain that success. And uh, but the pitching, uh, I think you have to be uh, really excited at, at what what's uh, just behind us, and uh, and these guys, I think, are are going to be on a fast track when you know once. You know, they, they get on the roll and, uh, you know, a guy like Leiter, uh, you, you know, he, that's a pretty good jump going right to double A, but he's, I can see, I saw him at Vanderbilt and, uh, I mean, this guy, uh, obviously he's, he's going to be on a fast track when uh, he gets, gets locked in. Um, one thing I, that didn't come up the other day, it had, had you stayed retired, you likely would have been going to the hall of fame next year. Did that, was that in, in your mind at all? No, no, I'll be honest. I, I it didn't, you know, but I don't assume anything, you know, as far as that. And, uh, you know, I have that the hall of fame, you know, uh, um, you know, cause it gets brought up, but, uh, you know, when I think of the hall of fame, I think of Johnny bench, Willie Mays and those guys, not Bruce Bochy, trust me. So, <laughs> and I know if we're talking about manager, you know, right. So it's, you know, it's a different animal, but, uh, uh, no, absolutely not. You know, my, my goal and it be honest, you know, after I retired the first year, I said, man, I've made the right move because you had the, the COVID, uh, oh. Going oh gosh, no doubt. You know, with the uh, guy and everything, I said, boy, my timing was great, but as time went on, I was getting the itch and 
I did help the French in the uh, WBC. And uh, so I, I was staying busy in baseball, but, uh, you know, I, I, you know, just grew that itch, uh, get worse and worse, uh, you know, as time went. So you, you were born in France or were you a, a, a military, a military brat? I was, uh, my dad was stationed there, uh, uh, you know, back in gosh, 1953 and, uh, my sister and I were born there. Yeah, you know, I left when I was a year old, so I <laughs> no memory of France. The funny thing is, though, when I went back there, they took me to the little town I, I, I was born in, uh, Boussac, Lannes de Boussac. And, uh, I mean, they welcomed me like I was one of theirs and uh, had, <laughs> you know, the big ceremony and took me all around. It's cool, really neat little town just north of uh, Bordeaux. And so uh, my brother, who lived there, he's four years older than me. So we just had a great time. And, uh, of course, went to Normandy. Uh, two, two of my dad's brothers, uh, you know, they hit Omaha and they both survived. Oh, wow. wow. There wasn't a, wasn't a you know, more moving experience than I had in standing there looking at what these uh, young 18-year-olds uh, were doing, you know, had to face uh, trying to, you know, charge up the beach there. And you didn't, you don't realize how, how far they had to go. It wasn't like the, you know, to get cover was, you know, 20 or 30 yards. I mean, it's like 150 yards out there. So, uh, man, I just, oh, kinda, gosh. what they went through. Yeah. I can only imagine. And oh my gosh, as a, as a history major, that's definitely a place I need to get to. I yeah. know just, man. it's a bucket list for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Look, man, man, you'll feel it when you go there. Trust me. Well, we don't want to keep you too long. I know you got a busy schedule, but, um, Thanks for thanks for taking the time. I mean, I uh, really appreciate you uh, coming on to the the Rangers Day Baseball podcast. Uh, you know, we're we're out there every day, so we're we're really looking forward to to working with you and uh, getting to know you. We'll we'll, we'll see it various points of the off season and spring training. So it's going to be a good time. We're going to see the grandson around there too, right? Oh yeah, you'll see Braxton. Yeah, yeah, you'll see him. He'll. Uh... He'll take over too, man. He's 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 aggressive. He he's assertive, but uh, no. And, hey, back at you. I, I look forward to you know uh, seeing you guys get, and getting to know you. And uh, again, uh, just pumped to be here. And uh, you know, it's been a busy three four days, but uh, it's uh, a very very exciting time for uh, myself and, and my family. So thanks for having me on. It's good chatting with you guys. Thank you, thank you. That's Bruce Bochi, Texas Rangers manager. Bruce, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you out there at the yard. Bruce Bochy from Globe Life Field. Big thanks to Bruce for coming on. That yeah. was, you know, you talked about his grandson drove him back to coaching. I coached T-ball. Yeah. And he said his grandson Braxton, he was he coached him. I'm telling you right now, I spent half a practice, the first practice I ever coached, just trying to get him to sit in a circle. I could imagine how nice it would be to be back with the adults teaching them how to play. Because that, hey, volunteer coaches for Little League are some of the best people in the world that would that will take that on. Yeah, yeah. Um, You've done it. Yeah, uh, Tom Grieve. Tom Grieve is coaching one of his grandkids right now. So I mean, it's it's t-ball yeah. compared to coaching well, yeah, at an yeah, older yeah. age yeah. is a different thing, right? No, the t-ball. I remember the last coaching search. 
um, I was writing, I wrote a story while coaching in the third, third base of, of one of my son's <laughs> T-ball games. I think it was actually coach pitch, but it was only like station to station was the rules. So I didn't have much to do. So I was writing and anyway, yeah, no, uh, good, good for, good for Braxton. I think this would be exciting for, for, oh, this for be him great and for, uh, for your granddad build, to do build this. some memories and Papa, I think he calls him. Yeah. Papa. He's going to have a Rangers hat uh, as soon as, as soon as he gets home. So that'll get him, get him started young. Absolutely. And now guys, we're down in the bus leagues. That's what we're going back down to. We got to yeah. go down in the bus leagues. Um, you want to talk about a couple of guys and uh, things going on. You got Evan Carter behind you. Yeah. You know, when, when Bruce Bochy, you heard him talk about the farm system and it was one of the things that ex- excited him the most because he believes, and, and that's the Rangers vision. And really every team believes this, that a farm system sustains your success. You have long-term success when you have a, a very good and productive farm system. And well, it's um, depth. Yeah. It, it is depth but, and currency, but they're in currency. Sure. But there's quality depth, you know, there. And, and so I got to thinking in, in 2021 or 2020 off season for 2021, I, I wrote the uh, Rangers chapter for the baseball America prospect handbook. And, um, you know, I went through and did all the stuff and, uh, you, you list 30 and, um, I think you give 10 more. And then anyway, I can't remember, but, um, I do remember that Baseball America had the Rangers at the start of the 2021 season with the 24th best farm system. Yeah. Oh, wow. Their I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Their midseason rankings this year, they had them sixth. And the Rangers the Rangers think that's low, but of course they do. Anyway, <clears throat> Evan Carter was coming out of the off the draft. Right. He was not in the top 10. He was, I think he was right around, I had him right around 15, somewhere there. Owen White had yeah. not pitched because he was coming off of Tommy, Tommy John John's surgery. Right. I don't even, he was either late in my top 20 or early in, or, or, you know, the late, like just the late teens or the early twenties. Right. So the One farm, the, the farm system had a lot of room to yeah. improve. Um, but they also had to, had to add players. And uh, as I recall, my top, my top three that year, my top four, my top five, top five were young Sam Huff, Leody Tavares, who was coming off his little, Brief Breakout. stint in 2020, um, Colwyn and Justin Foskey. Right. Uh, those four of the, well, Sam Huff has graduated from, from list. So is Tavares. So, you know, those three are still young Foskey and, and, and Wynn are still around, but, um, you know, you look at the infusion of talent since then, um, on my, on, on, uh, our list that we did last off season, you know, Josh Smith and Ezekiel Duran, who've both run out of rookie status now, right. but they were on the list, uh, you had uh, Dustin Harris was not on the, that list back then. Right. Uh, I rem- in fact, I remember debating whether to put Marcus Smith, who was the headliner of that trade, right. into the top 30 or not. But just, you know, the infusion of talent, uh, the draft choices that they've made with, with Jack Leiter. Uh, Rocker, Porter. Aaron Zavala. Yes. Um, you know, all, all guys who are will be in top 10s or top 20 this year. Uh, then you look at what they've done internationally with uh, Anthony Gutierrez and what Qua- Quavo or how do you say Daniel Quavo, Quavo, Gilder Figueroa, uh, Jason Morable. Uh, you know Max Acosta had a nice rebound year this year. So right. you know you really kind of look at this farm system and how far it's come, and you can realize why Bruce Bochy is was so intrigued by it. And you know you heard him mention there the the top three arms are probably uh, lighter rocker win. 
Um, you know, Brock Porter's probably a ways away. And I know how much you love Owen White, who who's going to be hard charging and, and, and ready to go too. Rule five guy, so he'll be on the forty man. He'll be in big league camp. A lot of big forty man spots. Are yeah, this yeah. Is I mean, be that's a, that's a big deal. So the the farm system is going to be in flux probably until um, that that Thursday of the 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 winter meetings. You know, that's when they have the rule five draft. So uh, you you'll there there'll be some hairy moments there. Some of these guys may get traded before then. Yeah, uh, for for teams that need um, that are ready to put them on their yeah, forty or, man or guys who are going to be 40 man eligible next year, those guys will get traded too. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, that's like why Hans Kraus was traded in the, in the Ian Kennedy, Kyle Gibson, Spencer Howard trade. Hans Kraus was traded because he was going to be eligible for the rule five that year. And the Rangers weren't sure if they were going to have a spot for him. So that, that opened it up. Uh, anyway, the farm system's much better than it was two years ago. And, and, and if this had happened two years ago, with the farm system the way it was then, would Bruce Bochy be, would he have taken a job if offered it then? You know, the farm system is, is to the point now where guys who believe in, in baseball and know how an organization should be run properly, the farm system excites them. And, and that's, that's a big deal. Well, think about when, when, when Woody was hired. I mean, when that, when that job search was open and let's say Bruce Bochy had already retired, was out of the game. I don't think the Ranger job is as attractive back then. <laughs> right. I mean, look, uh, Chris Woodward walked into a very tough situation. He walked into the middle of a, a rebuild. This is certainly not on Chris Woodward. I mean, they needed the change. It's great. But he walked into a tough situation when he took the job. Yeah, you know, 2019, the Rangers weren't terrible. No. But they didn't have a lot of depth or a lot of help right. from, from the minors. I mean, Tavares wasn't there yet. That was the year they drafted Young and Wenzel. And uh, so it it's... Um, yeah, I mean the, the the cupboard was was pretty bare. I mean, you know, 2006, 15 and sixteen, they made so many trades to to help fuel those uh, those title runs. runs you yeah, know, the, the Cole Hamels deal, uh, the Jonathan McCoy trade, uh, the the trade for for Carlos Beltran, even you know, cost them their first round pick from the previous year. So they had, you know, and you just can't you just can't get that overnight. Nope. You know, you just can't get it back. You have to go through a a situation like the Rangers decided to go through in 20 where they, you start making trades and then getting rid of the guys. You know, they traded Mike Miner during the season. They traded Lance Lynn in the off season. And then 2021 hits, they trade Joey Gallo. Right. Uh, you know, they traded, they traded Kennedy and Gibson. Um, so that's where the talent comes. And when you're crappy, you get good draft picks. Yeah. You, you get, <laughs> that's where you five. get Jack Leiter and, and Kuma rocker. So, you know, there's this year, it's, a, pro- it's a process. Uh, yeah, this year we don't know yet because of the the lottery thing, and um, there's a chance they could be in the top six. Um, I guess they even have a chance at the number one overall pick. That sure. that also will happen at the winter meetings. So uh, it'll be interesting to to see. But yeah, the, you know that's how Tampa Bay got good. You know, Tampa Bay was so bad for so long, but that's how that's they how got Houston got good. Sure, exactly. That's how Houston got good, and and they even had some misses in the first round. So yeah, um, but I mean. They they had a they had a lot of hits too. So I I just think that where the farm system is, and if you have been reading Rangers today since its inception, for uh, we've been hitting the farm system really hard, and we've had a lot of guests on the, a lot of a lot of the guests on this show are top last week. our top prospects are guys who are coming up like Cody Freeman last week, uh, fourth round pick in that 2019 draft. So 
you know, and, and again, this isn't like the NFL or the NBA where they just step in and are expected to produce. No, they have to go through it. They have process. to go through it. They have yeah. to learn. They have to, and, and, um, it's just a, a different ball game at, at well, the I major think, league level. And, it's, and we had on every top 30, except for the ones that maybe don't speak good English. We, we've had yeah. every top 30 prospect right. on that, that that's from the States or speaks good English. The ones that haven't, it's just because of a, getting them, we've talked to every one of them. Sure. I mean, you, at right. spring training, you've talked with through interpreters yeah. with every single one of them. It's sure. just coming on the show sometimes, not speaking great English. I mean, it's a little It's putting them in a tough spot. You know, yeah. we, had, we had Martin Perez on, but he's, He's been in the United States for a long time yep. now and his English is just fine. So, yeah. um, you know, ho- hopefully, you know, Leody Tavares has, has, uh, has gotten comfortable with English. I don't know if he's podcast comfortable yet, but, um, <laughs> we'll see, but, um, we'll, we'll try to test that out next year. But, um, anyway, yeah, the farm system, there's a reason why Bruce Bochy was drawn to it because it's good. And, and that's why and we it, keep this down in the bus leagues segment here is because yeah. it, you know, Arizona Fall League's going on. Fall League is going on right. Well, how much more time do they have? They have another couple weeks. Uh, it started October fourth, so they they still have until mid November. Mid November, okay. Yeah. So they still have a few more weeks of that going on. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? No. Uh, again, five ninety nine. RangersToday.com, five ninety nine a month, thirty five dollars for six months, sixty for for a year. I mean, it's uh, what is today? The twenty sixth. Yes. Season ended the fifth. I've written every weekday, every day. I've written every day, but Saturday. And I think I even got a Saturday in there. So the, the content is steady. This show doesn't take a break, maybe nope. a little bit around the holidays, but even then we record ahead and still get the episodes out. So yep. um, now the, the website, you know, you get all the stories that are behind the paywall. Right. The, the, this channel, this YouTube channel is, is free. free. Hit that uh, you subscribe hit, button. You subscribe to it. You don't miss anything. Um, it's good stuff, man. That's all I got to say. And for, for six bucks a month, you're, you're, you're doing yourself a favor. If you're a Rangers fan, look, this, 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 this is dedicated to Texas Ranger stuff. Yeah. Period. Yeah. We're going to have past players are going to come on like Cody, uh, Kobe Freeman who came on. Col- we're gonna Colby have, Lewis. Kobe Lewis. Uh, David Kobe Murphy's Fre- been on. David Murphy's been on. We've, we've yeah. already talked with Young and Kinsler who plan on coming on in the sure. future time. We've got access to all of these. So this is Texas Ranger heavy. And that's all it is. If you're a Texas Ranger, you need to be giving this to any one of your family members who are big Ranger fans. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they can reach out to us and I will answer. If you reach out to me, I'll answer a question or get it answered for you. If I'm the idiot that doesn't know, I'll ask the, the brain over here. But I assume <laughs> <laughs> my brain works that day. Well, your brain doesn't forget anything. I still get floored by that. Guys, this has been a great one. Uh, Texas Ranger new manager Bruce Bo- Bochi joined us. I can't say enough for the Texas Rangers putting that together and getting yeah. him on. Bruce especially. Yeah. I know he is going nonstop right now. We'll get to talk to him a lot more right. uh, coming in the future time, but it's great. Three days after being hired, he came on to Texas. Yeah. The Rangers Today Baseball. Pretty pretty good. That's pretty it. Good. Yeah. Guys, until next week, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.